Manimal here. It is Monday, February 12th, and today on Texas Rangers with the boys, the Rangers are a couple of days from hitting Arizona and spring training, but there's a handful of free agents still left out there. Do any of them hit the mold of what the Rangers are looking for? We're going to talk about it. We're also going to talk about the Houston Astros as we preview our final AL West rival. So join us today, Texas Rangers with the boys. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of pro wrestlers who love Rangers baseball. And hey, we want to thank you for making us the first listen of your day. This is your boy, Kev, a.k.a. YBK, Kevin Frazier. And before I tell you where you can find me on social media, let me tell you that your Texas Rangers are the defending World Series champions. And as pitchers and catchers start reporting... We know that we are getting ready to defend that title. So you want to hear me talk about that on social media? That's Kevin Lee Frazier, F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. You can also find Texas Rangers with the boys on social media at TX Rangers WTB. And you can also find uh, Texas Rangers with the boys on our website, www.texasrangerswiththeboys.com. All one word. Yes, sir. And joining me. The whole fam is here with me uh, during the podcast tonight. We got the mini manimal back there. We got the wife. And then, of course, as always, my co host, the 300 pound manimal, AKA Bull Super Bowl edition. How you doing, buddy? Where can they find you on socials? Yeah, I mean, really, uh, you know, I'm doing good where we're, I'm trying to get through the Super Bowl. I mean, talk about two teams that I could give an S less about. Uh, mm. You know, I'm in. No offense to either one of those franchises, or if you're a fan of either one of those franchises, I just do not care one bit. And, uh, you know, it's similar to a lot of people, how they thought about the World Series. So, mm. um, you know, I do not have the fam with me. I'm sitting out in the garage by myself because I'm, uh, uh, you know, uh, unwilling to, to let my family participate in this. Um, no. Mm. no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Just kidding. Just kidding. No. no uh, for a lot of people don't know this, but my, my wife is not real well. So, uh, you know, she's she's not interested in hearing uh, hearing the podcast as well while she's she's trying to watch something on the on the TV these days. So I'm not mm. too mad at her about it. It's it's no big deal. I I, I, I would be spending my time out here anyway. So it's 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 the way it kind of goes for me right at the moment, but uh, um, we're getting through it. We're doing the best we can over here, and uh, um, you know, before we get started on the show, I gotta let everybody know that you can find me on Twitter at Manimal Bull, Instagram Manimal Three Hundred, and both Facebook and TikTok at Manimal or at Bull Pro. Um, also, I just want to say uh, uh, sorry to all of our Apple 
um, podcast listeners uh, for the delay in last week's shows. We've, I think we've got everything figured out. Uh, Kevin worked on it uh, all day today, trying to get the, the kinks worked out and get it back work, up and running on the, uh, on the Apple podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I think we got it all figured out. We'll, we'll see, I guess when, uh, <clears throat> you know, the episode for this episode uh, drops, I was looking on there today, saw that it was kind of in like limbo. Uh, it hadn't, it hadn't uh, dropped on Apple podcast yet, but I think I got it all worked out. There's been some, apparently some kind of changes going on with podcasting. So we're, we're kind of navigating with it. We appreciate you guys for, uh, you know, navigating it with us. I wish I would have done all this during the uh, during the middle of the off season when uh, baseball wasn't about to start. But I think we'll live uh, Super Bowl wise. You know, I I we're we're just doing it like a family thing just to do the Super Bowl. But it's Usher at halftime, and I thought, what better time to put the TV to on do mute? The podcast, yeah, like the <laughs> podcast. The podcast. Yeah. Yeah, well. Uh, well, uh, I, I you know, understand that a hundred percent. And uh, before we get started on the Ranger talk mm. today, I gotta let everybody know that today's show is brought to you by Matt War Pro Wrestling. Matt War Pro Wrestling is going to be back Saturday, March twenty fourth. I almost said Friday just because it's always a Friday, but <clears> it's <throat> going to be Saturday, March twenty fourth at Martin House Brewing uh, uh, on the east side of Fort Worth, right there, 121 in Sylvania. It's going to be a big night. The Hell's Half Acre Tournament. Hell's Half Acre represents Fort Worth. Fort Worth is where the show is at, so we're going to do a tournament. It's going to involve a uh, battle royal, two four-way matches, a tape fist match, and a winner-take-all main event. And that take-all is a chance at the Trinity River Heritage title that right now is being held and defended right now in Japan by Dante Leon. So when he comes back, he gets ready to defend it. We'll have a we'll have a, a, a challenger for him the next time he's able to, to be there to defend the title. And it's going to be a big time. I hope everybody comes out and checks it out. We're going to have uh, our sponsor, Starry Ice Cream. She's going to be out there selling all those delicious ice cream treats. So get you some of that. Martin House Brewing has all the great beers. So check them out. Get you one of those while you're uh, at the show. Get you a handful of them. That's the way to do it out there. Uh, and uh, come on out Saturday, March 24th for a big show at Martin House Brewing with Matt War Pro when they present Hell's Half Acre 2 for the uh, number one contendership for the uh, um, Trinity River Heritage title. So, so who are the – oh, so the – the number one contender will be the winner of the Hell's Half Acre. Yes. Mm, could be could be exciting. Last year that was the that was to crown the first ever Trinity River Heritage Championship. And that was our first um podcast like promoted event for Matt War Pro. So we've been doing this for a year uh with Matt War Pro. So a lot of fun, a lot of really excited about it, and uh can't wait to uh you know to to make it another year uh with uh with our great partner. So, um, well, speaking of great partners, the Rangers, looks like we shored up the, the at least for the year, this Bally TV thing is a done deal. Well, yeah, it, it's good for one. It's good for one right now. They've got, uh, they've got a deal in place. It could be for longer at the end of the, uh, at the, end of the road. Um, but as of right now, it's going to be for one year. The Rangers will be on Bally Sports Southwest here in the uh, Metroplex. Uh, and again, I don't know 
if on the streaming service with Bally's channel that it'll be available. Not 100% sure there, but I do know that if you have a provider that offers Bally's Sports Southwest, you'll be able to get Rangers games this year. Um, as far as everything I've heard, um, the total that the Rangers were owed by Bally Sports Southwest was $111 million. I know they settled for less than that. Um, it's somewhere between 85% and that 100% on that $111 million. So we'll just kind of find out as we go on what that ends up being and see what that leaves the Rangers as far as financially going into spring training. Yeah, and, and just for the record, the Rangers have a significantly better – deal in that regards with Bally than really every other team uh, in this entire fiasco. So I think that's part of maybe a little bit of why Bally kind of has been so hard, hard line with the Rangers, just because the Rangers, uh, you know, are a, a, just a lot there. I think they're almost as, they're as much as two teams as far yeah, as like their yeah. compensation related. It's almost the same as it would be for like, two teams because i heard the other teams are somewhere in like the 50 million something dollar range for these other yeah, teams, the so. rangers probably are going to be close to like 87 to 90 even if it's just the 85 percent right and it's still going to be significantly more than other teams um so that's a good thing and and i think it's gonna help with a few dominoes falling a uh, couple of i think there's a couple of things going on so Pitchers and catchers, as we talked about, I think they started. Uh, start they on the, already the, have. Well, now remember, Los Angeles and San Diego are playing a March twenty second and twenty third series in, I believe, Seoul, Korea. But I'm not exactly sure. I know it's in Korea, but I'm not exactly sure what city. But I imagine Seoul. And uh, um, so the Dodgers broke for camp pitchers and catchers reported on Friday and then San Diego pitchers and catchers reported Sunday. Um, so those teams are, they're already getting going and uh, you know, now everybody else kind of breaks for camp in a couple of days. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And so I think, you know, once that happens, then, then I would say the Injured players that are going on your 60-day DL, which opens up a 40-man spot, those things kick in right when camp starts, if I'm not correct. Right, and the Rangers are in a wild spot this year where they're going to put three-fifths of their starting rotation on that disabled list or injured list uh, right off the bat. Yeah, you're talking about Molly, DeGrom, and um, uh, Scherzer. Scherzer, yeah. And then they'll also be able to put uh, Cooper Coleman, the Rule 5 selection from okay. the New York Yankees, onto the, the 60 man as well, because I think he's coming back off of a Tommy John from May. So even if he had some miraculous 12 month recovery, it's still going to be June before he would be available. Yeah. And, and you know, there's, there's, there's a little element of be careful here because of, you know, the, you've got guys already on your 40 man so that you want to see play. I don't think the best thing in the world would be to fill all four of those spots with somebody that you actually want. I know that sounds terrible, but when those guys come back, somebody has got to go. So you don't want to put yourself in a position to have to uh, drop one of your top, you know, prospect players. It's more like 
hey, if we get one one maybe major free agent guy, um, maybe two uh, with those extra spots, and then the other ones, I would like to see them kind of get guys that are what you consider expendable. Um, well, and I think they have several of those type, type of guys coming yeah. to camp. Right, the non-roster they'll, invites. They'll go from a 40-man roster today to Wednesday night. They'll, their roster will hit 36. Um, mm-hmm. Now, they've got a handful of those pitchers that they brought in on non-roster invites that could mm-hmm. possibly fill one of those roles as spring training rolls through and they make the team. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe even a couple of them now that you're looking at uh, – being at 30, 36, 38, even with a couple making the team, you've still got free agent guys out there that you're interested in. I mean, there's still the, the a very possible reunion between the Rangers and Jordan Montgomery. Um, so, you know, who knows exactly what they'll do. They may bring on a free agent or two that are, that are, you know, maybe minor, um, upgrades or not upgrades, but bench players. Uh, but man, they, I mean, they've just got so, I mean, like when you look across the nine positions, you know, between including DH, you know, there's mm-hmm. some question marks, but there's a lot of talent in all those spots. Yeah. Yeah, there is. And, and I would like to think like my, the optimism for me is that, Hey, this is, all things point right now towards Jordan Montgomery coming back to this team because the Bally deal is done and really all they're just waiting for is that roster spot to open up. And so for the Rangers, I think, I think it would be great to see that, you know, the other thing that the Rangers could be looking at is, you know, a stopgap, some stopgap starting pitching depth for between now and, you know, the end of the, the end of the first half, because, the other part about this is one thing we we learn every year is more people are going to get hurt. I mean, you right, don't right, stay right. 100% healthy. <laughs> so the chances of like all of their players that are on this 36, uh, you know, that are going to be part of this 26 man roster, that's going to be the, you know, the actual p- team playing every day with the Rangers. Um, the, you know, the actuality of everybody staying healthy is probably very slim. So, you know, if they bring in maybe a stopgap, and that might be why you haven't seen them bring in a stopgap first half solution for starting pitching is because they're waiting for this moment. And it doesn't look like the Rangers are the only team doing this because there's some free agents, big time free agent names that are still out there uh, that have yet to um, yet to sign. Yeah. yeah, and I think we were going to talk a little bit about each one of those unless – yeah, something else. Well, you got, you know, you got Blake Snell, who, I mean, two times Cy Young Award winner, but in between those Cy Young Awards has been rather, you know, I mean, he's had a couple of seasons where he was average and then a couple of seasons that were good on top of those. Um, you know, I think a lot of the issue with him is years and and what he wants and and what people are willing to pay right at the moment but that that you know i mean you stick to your guns and you and in the free agency market a lot of times it's going to work out for you it just takes a little bit longer um but snell i mean he's i would not be opposed uh you know if if snell is not looking to get nine or you know eight or nine uh as we get closer to spring training, I mean, I would be interested in taking a look again, but 
but I think that you know, I mean, I think the Rangers are are more more of a a, a Jordan Montgomery type of franchise. You know, like no, I, I agree. I saw something yesterday, and it was kind of saying like, hey, you know, the reason Blake Snell and Jordan Montgomery are out there is because they're they're not good or they're not what worth what they're asking for. And I don't believe that no. that's true at all because starting pitching is, I'm, I mean, like no, no offense to Yamamoto because he's been fantastic in Japan, but if he's worth $200 million at this point or whatever he got close to $300 million, you know, I mean, then a guy like Snell who's proven it, you know, a couple of different times and he was fantastic in the world series in 2020 and led a, a Tampa Bay team that was real young to that world series. So, you know, I mean, like he's had, he's got skins on the wall and he's been really good. And, you know, last year, you know, most pitchers do what he did last year. They have a seven ERA. Right. You know right. I mean? You, you leave the league <clears throat> walk percentage. You normally don't have a one and a half ERA. Well, here, so, let me do this. Let me do this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna rattle off. Let me do three at a time. At three at a time, three guys at a time. Players that are guaranteed, guaranteed to be playing this year in the major leagues that have yet to sign, <clears throat> that are still free agents out there. And let's start with the top three. You have Jordan Montgomery, Cody Bellinger, Blake Snell. None of them are signed, and I guarantee you, before. By the time pitchers and catchers end up reporting for every single team, those three guys will have a home. I would, I would think so, or at least right as pitchers and catchers are reporting. Um, I still think Bellinger is going to re-sign with the Cubs. I think there's a suitor for Blake Snell. I think he's going to get paid, and I think someone's going to do it. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I also <clears throat> think that Jordan Montgomery, um, you know, like everything I'm kind of seeing right now is that he's probably going to sign this week. So. We'll uh, we'll just keep our eyes to it, but all three of those guys are big leaguers. All three of those guys are going to be playing in the big leagues at some point this year. All right, next three guaranteed going to play: um, Matt Chapman, Brandon Belt, Mike Clevenger. All three of those guys are going to find homes. Um, Clevenger, I think he's got the injury, doesn't he? Well, no, he's got the 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 domestic. Okay. Charged. Okay. I knew one. I was thinking of him, and there's a couple other guys. Yuri, I mean, Arias. So, so let's shove him off the. I don't think. But let's shove. Oh, yeah. Let's get let's get rid of Clevenger. So Belt. So Chapman. With Chapman. Okay, because I was just going down the list here. Chapman, Belt, and then yeah, I was going to put up JD Martinez next, but Jorge Soler is a great one to start with. So Belt, Belt, Chapman, and Soler. Um. I think Belt's biggest issue is if he wants to play in the big leagues this year. I, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, he, he can still hit. He's a professional hitter. There's a lot of teams now that are looking for DH help that uh, wouldn't have been looking for that kind of help even as much as five or as little as five years ago. Um, so, you know, Belt, one of those guys, I would say. Chapman, I mean, somebody's going to give him money. He's, I mean, he's too good of a player not to be, uh, you know, not to be playing in the big leagues. That's for sure. That's for, that's for sure. I mean, I don't know if it's going to be Toronto. I don't know if it's going to be San Francisco. I don't know exactly. Um, you know, may still be Arizona. I'm not exactly mm-hmm. sure, you know, uh, but we'll see. Well, probably not Arizona. Uh, I, I was thinking uh, Suarez, but Seattle instead of okay. Arizona. Um, you know, those three teams could be on his radar. There could be other teams that are 
looking at him that we don't even know about that are looking for third grade upgrade. Right. Or, or and, then the, and then Jorge Soler, um, definitely hit, another one. He can hit. And I mean, I think like it's just a matter of coming to the right terms with this guy to get him where they, where he needs to be, but he's a hitter. He can hit and he's definitely, I mean, he's an upgrade for most teams if you're looking at DH position. Yeah. So all these guys are going to play <clears throat> in the big leagues this year. Guarantee it. I mean, again, obviously not with, with Clevenger with that issue, but um, JD Martinez, Adam Duvall and Tommy Pham. All these guys are going to be somewhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're probably starting to get now to one years. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, on one year, these guys are going to play somewhere in the big leagues. Tommy Pham probably has interest from all over, um, just deciding on what he's going to play for and who's going to give him the most to play on that one year. Um, Let's see, you had Tommy Pham. Duvall. uh, Adam Adam Duvall. He can hit. He can hit. He He can play a little bit in the outfield. Um, but like we said, you know, the first and foremost, he's a hitter. So he's going to get probably a one year this year. Um, and, and you'll just kind of see, and then JD Martinez, uh, if mm. he wants to play, he should be, he'll be playing. Like, it's just a yeah. matter of who's going to give him the best opportunity to come play, be a big part of their team and help. And, you know, also win. you know, he's at a point in his career, he probably doesn't want to go somewhere where he's not going to win. Yeah. And then, um, moving on down the list. I think Lorenzen, Michael Lorenzen, starting pitcher, he's going to find a find a home for sure. Um, Michael Taylor, center fielder, uh, he's played a good last year in Minnesota. He, he's going to find something. He'll end up being somewhere on a one year as well. Mm-hmm. And then last guy uh, on this little segment of guys, Whit Merrifield, possibly he's going to get he'll he'll find a spot if he wants to play. There's going to be somewhere. I mean, he might be like hoping that that a, a team that uh you know might be on the winning side of things is looking at him but there's somewhere some someone somewhere out there they want the Whit Merrifield he's too good of a player um you know I know he had a couple of years ago his, his COVID thing but you know I mean like as we're getting past that and finding out everything on that I mean you know, maybe Whit Merrifield wasn't as much in the wrong as everybody wanted him to be uh, a couple of years ago Yep, and then a um, couple of other quick names. I mean, if they want to still play, you got Brandon Crawford. I think Ryu uh, is probably going to land somewhere. And then Ahmed Rosario, another – I don't know what would be the reason he's not signed yet as well. Yeah, I mean, I think, again, just those guys are looking for the best spot for them and uh, where they're going to land on their feet and get to play enough to, to uh, get an opportunity somewhere you know but they'll they'll play in the big league somewhere someone's going to put those guys on their on their roster yeah and so i think i think the kind of the moral of the story was to bring you guys up to speed of just all the players that are left out there and these are a lot of the chips that may fall pretty pretty quickly let's not forget brandon woodruff still floating around out there i don't know at this point maybe take a flyer on this guy he's an interesting uh he's an interesting two-year piece i would think like Mm -hmm. if you get him on the right two-year deal it would definitely be worth having him yeah and um you know i think the rangers kind of made their decision more on tyler molly than brandon woodruff um Mm. with that same kind of situation you know uh where i'm looking through this list and i'm seeing you know rich hill out there zach grinky and you know the reason they they that what brings them to my mind right now is a couple of 
couple of older guys, you know, maybe still trying to hang on. And as I've got the TV on mute, the uh, Super Bowl uh, halftime show, you got Ludacris walking across the stage and thinking, speaking of older guys, just trying to hang on. The let's older hope guys next... hanging on and Ludacris got it, huh? Yeah, Man. yeah. Well, you know, let's Area let's comes. hope next year. You know, we've had a lot of this with the Super Bowl. Like maybe next year, even if it's Taylor Swift, let's get somebody. Let's get a performer that's uh, oh, you know, gonna, actively touring. You're gonna um, you're gonna break everyone's hearts if they if they have Taylor Swift out there performing. Well, I mean, I give me a Beyonce backlash over something that didn't matter at all. Well, you know, give give me a Taylor Swift or a Beyonce, somebody that's actually actively touring these. These uh, throwback halftime deals—it's—it's—it's it's, it's just too much to see these past their prime performers go out there sweating their see, brains off trying to to rehash 2005. See, I was gonna say go the opposite direction and get mm. older, mm, like Dolly like, Parton. No, 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 like holograms. Like, oh, 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 holograms. Yeah. Mm, AI, AI, dude, AI. The music over the top of the speakers, anyways. It might as well mm. be done in a more mm. sensible way, and, and then you can get like the mashups that we always wanted, like Tupac mm. and Frank Sinatra. Sure, sure. We get Johnny Cash, Johnny Cash, and Madonna still out there. there. Jeez, year. what's that? Let's just roll the Rat Pack out there next year. Oh, you don't get Johnny Cash and the Beatles. There, there Paul McCartney's still there. He could, we could bring the Beatles all back together. He like performs, and then they like kind of push him off the stage and bring his hologram in. Like, <laughs> exactly. He's like, "Hey, bring the, bring the real." Bring so the there's, real Paul there's old guys holding on. Is that Grinky? I mean, you know, if you get a good first half out of him, and what about uh, speaking of free agent guys that have a sign? Do you know Tim Anderson's still out there? Yeah, you know. Uh, you know, he just hasn't had that same kind of reputation after Jose Ramirez knocked him out last year. Yeah, but man, I mean, it, talk about a guy that could really bring uh, some some uh, some good play to your lineup and very versatile guy. He can play uh, play in you know the middle infield positions. He can DH. Uh, well, I imagine that he's going to look for some place where he would have a chance to be the starting shortstop first. Sure, 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 but man, that's a that's a good that's a good uh, guy that's still still out Remember there that a has a couple of years ago when the Rangers brought Ian Desmond in on a one year, ended up playing left field and worked out pretty good for him. You never know. Yeah, I mean, I just think that's a really a really interesting guy that's still out there. And don't forget, remember the Rangers traded for this guy last year. He's still out there, Jake Odorizzi, uh, still still kind of floating around out there. Yeah, deciding whether he's going to want to want to play this year in the big leagues or uh or don't say don't 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 look now trevor bauer is also trying to get back into the league i'm not saying anything yeah yeah. i've voiced my opinion on trevor bauer enough people talk about him enough we've talked about him enough well Um, i think it's one of those deals leagues you know we'll, we'll talk about him again well i think it's also kind of one of those deals like like is the baggage worth uh, whatever you might be able to get, it'd have to be a team, you know, there's certain teams that can get away with that stuff better than other teams. You know, if he went to like Philadelphia, he'd fit right in. So anyway, um, I'm going to move along. So oh, nice any, job at the Eagles. Any, right yeah. Anytime I can get a shot at Philadelphia or the Mets, 
you know, or the Mets. He might fit right in with that Mets roster. But um, so we've kind of covered all this. Criminal, uh, I mean, so. <laughs> so free agents covered covered the remaining free agents. Talked about the Bally deal. Talked about the the real probability that Jordan Montgomery could be back with this squad. Do we got anything else uh, newsworthy? We're really cutting. We're really cutting teeth here right now with the Rangers. I mean, they're not doing a ton because we're just, you know, like I said, two days away from from pitchers and catchers reporting, or three days, or however you want to look at it from today. And it's just, I mean, it, you know, like I, I still want to believe in my heart of hearts that like they drop these guys off their off the forty man and onto the injured list that they're going to be. Uh, active enough to make this team just a little bit better before they hit spring. I think now, they will. I'm not, I'm <clears throat> not, uh, I'm not opposed. I mean, I like the team as is. I would love more starting pitching, but we've said that even in years where they thought they had too much starting pitching, oh, they could use some more starting pitching. So, you know, I mean, like that's how it's always felt. Like last year's the first year ever where I thought, man, this team actually has some starting pitching going into the season. Yeah, yeah. And look yes, at how much like, I mean, and they still had to go out and get two starters at the deadline. Yeah, because again, the the as the year goes on, people are going to get hurt. Um, another thing we could always take another segment for. Uh, we could always talk about White Langford for another twenty minutes, but well, and that's uh, another guy that could go on that forty man before the season starts if everything at spring training just as as fiery yeah. as it was coming off of getting drafted last year. Yeah, absolutely. And and another interesting thing is that some of those prospects that, you know, are are on the 40-man roster and maybe they're either not ready, not panning out, or somebody else is playing better, you know, they could end up in trade deals, which would also open up uh, that 40-man roster spot for one of these players coming off the 60-day um, later in the season. Well, Lots of stuff can happen. A different spot, yeah. In, in 60 days, they're going to, you know, or in June and July and August, the team is going to be in a completely different spot than it is right now. Right, right. So, again, there's a lot they, that we'll know by then that could affect it. But, remember, speaking of Wyatt Lankford, speaking to these prospects, don't forget about our exclusive content down on the farm with the boys. Um, this off season, we picked up a ton of uh, subscribers so we really thank all of you new subscribers for joining us. Also, uh, you know, the ones that have been here with us since day one that are still here. Thank you guys for sticking around. We're, we're so grateful uh, that you guys consider uh, what we do valuable enough to to keep to, to get even hear us talk even more uh, about baseball. And so uh, right now we're, you know, going around the minor leagues. Talk, we've been talking about starting pitching. We're going around now talking about position players. We just finished up talking about the international signings, and we're going to rank, uh, you know, top player, top positions, players, top position players around the minor leagues. Now that we've gone through bullpen and starting pitching from the right hand and from the left, so we're going to be going around talking about our top ten players at each position in the minor leagues, and then as spring training uh, starts heating up and things start moving around, there'll be tons to talk about there. Um, and then of course the, before we know it, it'll be the draft and we're going to have, we'll have to do another top 40 prospects list, but our most recent one uh, is already in there. So if you go subscribe uh, on our website on the world wide web at www.texasrangerswiththeboys.com All one word. or on our Spotify page, you can subscribe for just a dollar 99 a month. 
You make us the one-stop shop for all things Rangers organization-wide. So go check us out. Subscribe now. $1.99. You won't regret it. Yeah, well, this this week on the show, we've got uh, a couple of guys that got cut that were uh, that were on our mm. strong name list with mm. it. We just did a couple of weeks back, and then uh, so we're gonna have we're gonna have a funeral for one of them because he was oh. a guy. He was our guy. yeah. He was our guy, man. So if you wanted yeah. to, if you want to know who our guy is, the guy that we I mean we we value more as a uh, as a minor leaguer than anybody based mm. on name you'll yep. have to you'll have to tune in this week to the down on the farm show and then we'll, we'll also uh, rank the top 10 catchers in the organization and uh we'll look at those position players at frisco and see what the, the rough riders are going to be bringing to the field absolutely and um just in case uh anybody is watching the the super bowl this year has been renamed the fumble bowl uh, because I think it was like the fifth fumble that's happened, the first play out of the gate. And uh, the Cowboys played in one of these Super Bowls way back in the day when they played the Indianapolis Colts. It was one of these really awful games where there was like 12 the turnovers. Colts. Yes, Baltimore Colts. And the yeah, Colts they, ended up winning that game. But that, was when, but that was when Bob Lilly won the MVP, uh, even though they lost the game because it was just one of those terrible games. But anyways, yeah. hey. Let's talk about something. Uh, do we? We got. I guess we got to talk about the Astros. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it was. It's not my favorite team to talk about, but at the end of the day, they're in the division. We've been mm-hmm. talking about all the other divisions, or other all the other teams in the division. Mm-hmm. So I guess <laughs> we will also talk about the Houston Astros. Um, mm. You know, m- most of our fans. They know what the Astros bring to the table. Yeah. Uh, you know, Michael Brantley retired this year, um, but really no real significant guys. Maybe Hector Neris, mm-hmm. um, a, a guy that left that uh, was a significant player. Um, but, you know, really everybody's going to be kind of back for them and they're going to be, they're going to be good again, you know. I mean, they're going to—they're still in that window. They uh, re-upped Altuve for six years. Um, they've got uh, one more year with Bregman. Alvarez will be here through his Arb years, and then you've got uh, Abreu, who's under contract for I think uh, two more years, like one more after this one. And then mm-hmm. Kyle Tucker, good young player that they're looking to try and extend. And then uh, I feel like it's kind of an upgrade. With uh, Yair Diaz at catcher instead of uh, um, oh yeah Renato, especially at the plate, um, I imagine that uh, Chaz McCormick is going to get an opportunity to play left field in Brantley's spot, and then they've got Pena Pena oh, I'm sorry Pena at shortstop, and then um, the, probably Jake Myers will get a chance to play center field every day for him this year. Um, yeah, the uh, I don't know. You know, Dubon is one of those guys that he could probably play uh, center field every day if the you know Myers can't you know put it together. Um, but then after that, I mean, you know, like their their bench isn't super great, but they're also deep, so they've got some guys still um, at the AAA level that are still good. You know, good guys that they're going to be at camp in uh, um, Barry Hill and Palma. 
So some of those guys are, you know, pretty good players. They've got uh, uh, Gittins, who they may give a chance to look at, you know, with Abreu coming to the end of his and Wagner. Um, they've also got uh, Zach Dezenzo, who's probably one of their better prospects or one of their better players in their farm system that'll be going to spring. But really, you know, I'm in. They're, they're strong. Um, you know, it doesn't feel as strong as it did last year when we talked about them. But at the same time, they're still strong. They're going to be going into the, the season with the rotation of Verlander and Valdez on top and then a mixture of Javier Brown, Urquidy, um, um, <clears throat> getting outs, maybe J.P. France um, as well, making starts for them. Um, so, you know, they've got a pretty decent uh, rotation, guys that uh, have had a little bit of success in the big leagues. And then, um, you know, they're pretty unhittable in the back end of that bullpen with Hayter and Presley and Abreu. And then we'll see if Montero can bounce back and, um, you know, they got some younger guys that'll fill in that bullpen, but they're a good team, man. And, uh, you know, I'll turn it over to you. You give out your opinions on this thing and, uh, you know, then we'll close the book on the stupid Strohs. Yeah. The, uh, the dumb Astros. So, um, you know, bullpen wise, obviously they made some upgrades coming back with a, a very established pitching staff lineup wise. You kind of covered the, cover the major the major points because pretty much everybody's coming back for this team this year so houston's still going to be a really really dangerous team minor <clears throat> league wise they're in a similar position uh as the rangers kind of were last year where a lot of their better guys just aren't ready like they're they're their best guys are probably way lower in their system so most of the guys that they've got coming up are you know we're looking at probably like role player types but also, don't right, forget no, Houston. There's, there's, oh, oh, no, I was going to say Houston is Houston is similar to Tampa, though, in that a lot of times these guys you don't see coming, uh, you know, turn out to be really good players. Think, I mean, right now, first person that comes in my off of my head is Jeremy Pena. You know, nobody was talking about Jeremy Pena, um, and he turned out to be a World Series MVP. So, I mean, and an everyday starter for this thing. So, um, you know, I think Houston is going to be uh, just as dangerous in some ways, maybe more dangerous because of the fact that these younger players have had another year to kind of gel and there's a lot of continuity coming back. I think they're going to be I think this division overall is going to be way more dangerous this year than it was last year. The other one couple of things about Houston I wanted to talk about. So remember last year when um, when McCullers went down, it was. We were, we were all, we were, nobody was happy about that. Like that was, you know, awful, but it's, you know, do we have an ETA on when he's going to be back? And they've also got um, Luis Garcia who had Tommy John last year as well. Houston, is it possible that just like the Rangers, they could be getting late season help uh, from, from starting pitching? There, there's a possibility with McCullers. I've also got uh, uh, Luis Garcia, but yeah. I think he's going to miss the majority of the year, and I don't think Kendall Graveman is going to make it oh, back. Oh, no. Kendall Graveman I don't think is coming back, but, uh, you know, Garcia went down with Tommy John last year about early early in the season. And uh, so, again, probably you just don't know. Again, kind of the same – he went down around the same time as DeGrom, I thought. 
And then yeah, same it might have been McCullers. a little bit later even. Yeah, McCullers was early, early in the season, but I think he tried to hold off surgery and then ended up having to have it. Okay. Yeah, so, I remember yeah, the drama McCullers. with him last year. Yeah, I think it's going to be similar this year. Um, so uh, I don't know how much help they're going to be getting back, but they probably will be getting a little back, and then we're going to kind of have to see what happens with uh, – Verlander and uh, how he how he pitches in year what 42 mm-hmm. 41 um, you know but Valdez and Javier are pretty good pieces Hunter Brown is uh, you know he's probably pretty primed to take a step forward but now you're starting to look at Houston after kind of uh, you know exhausting all their resources in the last couple of years to stay on top their farm system is probably, I'd say for sure, bottom five, maybe even bottom two. Right. Yeah. So that's where their biggest concern going forward is going to be is they don't have a ton of guys in the, in the, you know, top prospects. Um, So, you know, we'll see how things go along, but, if they're able to shore up Tucker, able to shore up Bregman, they may be in a position to where they don't have to worry about their farm system for a while. Absolutely. <clears throat> the Rangers, you know, might end up in a similar position, but I don't want to see them exhaust a bunch of their resources. I think we got to keep it fresh. So that will wrap it up for the show today. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. You can catch us on social media, TXRangersWTV. Don't forget to check us out on the World Wide Web, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. One word. And that is where you can subscribe to our exclusive content, Down on the Farm with the Boys. We cover all things Rangers, minor league. And thank you for following us on your favorite podcasting platform. We hope everything will be up and running smoothly uh, within the next day, I'd like to hope. Um, I would hope. Yeah, our numbers took a huge hit this week. Yep, but I think uh, I think we'll be all right. Thank you, everyone, for supporting our podcast. Definitely to our subscribers. This is Texas Rangers with the boys on Super Bowl Sunday. Signing out.